This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 93. Welcome to Lizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number 93. I'm Scott, and here with me are Man Cat Catman, Will. <laughs> he loves his cats. And his lady friend, <laughs> <laughs> Lady Cat Cat Lady, Rebecca. Hello. They're both cats and they love cats. It's amazing. <laughs> They have so many cats. I like the way that I've set a precedent since last time for being very not thinking about how we're doing these introductions. Look, it's fine. We've done 93 of them, yeah. okay? I think I think the one I did last week was truly horrible. So I think I really I really lowered the bar for us. I mean, Look, you were able to make it funny. What I did was just insane. So I enjoyed it. Look. Okay. You, you're My driveway at- business is doing very well. Yeah. Thank you That's very much. Right, yeah, okay. You were you were able to do something cogent with it. That's true. You opened up a dream for Scott, and now here we are. Okay. okay. The important thing is people will know our names. <laughs> <laughs> yes. After ninety three episodes, or maybe somebody started with this episode. <laughs> maybe somebody well, went to iTunes and typed in "cats and spiders." <laughs> yep. They're going to be very disappointed. And then they decided, well, I was ho- hoping there'd be a He-Man podcast, but I see something called The Wizard's <laughs> Nightshirt, so I'll take a risk on this, and I hope they tell me their names, and here we are. Here's a show about cats. <laughs> it's just like the musical cats, but yes. better. Uh, okay. I hope it's better than the musical All right. cats. Yes. Maybe not a fan. Sorry. <clears throat> There's not as much meowing. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, She-Ra, Princess of Power. Uh, In the episode today, we're reviewing episode 66 of He-Man, The Cat and the Spider! I don't know why I said it like that, but okay. Um, That spider got hyped. (laughs) uh, Original air date was September 21st, 1984. And in this episode, He-Man must work with the mysterious cat folk to stop Skeletor from releasing a powerful demon. Oh no! Skeletor mustn't get it! That statue contains a terrible demon! Demon? It's called the Grimalkin, and if Skeletor should release it... I'll just have to see that he doesn't. Uh, so, why did we decide to pick this episode? Well, you know, it deals with cat people, so that's kind of hard to resist. It's true. We can't stop talking or thinking about the Magic Cats episode of She-Ra. I was really hoping that these cat people would be similar, and they're not, but it's still cat people, so... I'm just, I was disappointed that the whiny kid wasn't in it from the... Oh, Stanlin. Yeah. Stanlin. Whenever we got the architect, we need Stanlin to be like, I want to go. Yeah. Yeah, and then he could have got clawed by some cats. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to be here anymore. I didn't have my tetanus shot. Nah. <laughs> I always, Sorry, Stanley. <laughs> I always like to, whenever there's an episode about one of the notable He-Man characters, you always see them um, talking about making toys of or whatever. And I remember, was it you that did this one, Scott? In their lightning rounds before? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I remember you talking about uh, 
a cat lady they drew to be kind of like a hubba hubba cat lady and it was weird and so yeah. i was like yeah we need to see what that's about that <laughs> yeah. sounds pretty hilarious so so here we are hope you enjoyed <laughs> <laughs> we'll see this was a fun one no this was a fun one i did like this so 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 well so so the hubba hubba lady you know she she becomes friends with tila and you know she becomes kind of her sidekick or tila becomes her sidekick i don't know what that what that works but one of them the sidekick of the other one i'm assuming tila is if, if you is ask sidekick. each one they're gonna have a different answer exactly <laughs> so, so you know what would be your animal sidekick i mean so like i did say i wanted like a crow friend but a, a sidekick Okay, so if we're talking about like a human with animal traits who's like your pal, like Katrina is okay, Tila. super specific, yes. Well, yeah, but like that kind of like animal, mm-hmm. cool person side sidekick. I'm trying to think what would be a good compliment for me. I would probably need like a lizard friend because I need someone who's going to keep their cool because I run real hot. You know, we know. Yeah, this. but I think I think you would also be frustrated if they weren't. If they weren't matching your energy. But they got to help me keep a level head and keep things in perspective. Okay, a okay. lizard can do that. I mean, okay. you know, what kind of animal do you think I would hang out but with? But I think you want a hype man. I think you want, <laughs> I think, I think that's what you say, but you really want somebody to encourage your impulse. See, and be like, yeah, I would be mad about it. Yeah, he, he asking for it. So I, I, and I, I know I, this as the I person who has to think about this. <laughs> you don't. I, I, I don't think you want a lizard because he's he, well cold blooded and he's like he, it might be even keeled, but then if you get too close to him and you're hot, you might make him also hot. Oh, it might be bad for him. Yeah. Oh well, I can't. That's do- a practical concern. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want to hurt. Well, my I mean, sidekick. no. Well, well, not not hurt him, but he might. I'm, I'm not saying like. Oh, I'm just. Might, I'm saying like like your attitude might make him might hotter. Be catchy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he would I be see. susceptible to my attitude. Yeah, yeah. As as a cold blooded. Yeah, we don't know what we think about your sidekick. I'm not sure if you if this will work. Well, I, I encourage know. you to pick a better animal. I mean, I don't know. Lizard man seemed good to me, but I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, you could have Porter. He's a sidekick, right? I do have a sidekick, which is my dog, and he's not a very good one, but he is very faithful. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be there for you. He's loyal. He runs at the first sight of danger. Like, he's, he's even keel. That's the garbage track. <laughs> I do want so, a hype man, though. You're right. Yeah, you say if you if you can't get the specifics of making their full character, I think you have to know their key attribute. And yours, I think you want a hype man. You need you want somebody to encourage your enthusiasm and support support and understand why you feel what you feel about things okay so i would want like a like i would want like a bird version of jimmy hart to just follow oh, me around that's pretty good just be my hype man you got it baby you got it baby exactly lay that track down right yes exactly okay. that's what i want. yeah you like you like that's that. what i want yeah. in this world it's always birds but it's always jimmy hart as well <laughs> i'm looking for somebody yeah well what, what do you can, want that can put in a lot of hours working on something for an extended amount of time. Somebody who can sit sit with me and engage with something intensely for a long period of time till we get it done. Like I, I need somebody with that kind of focus. Somebody somebody well, animals are very focused. I mean like I would say a spider could sit there and be industrious, but that's that's like a I don't know, like gabbing and weaving at the same time. I don't know if that's what you're looking for. I mean, you want them to do monotonous tasks over like and over an again? Like an ant, Will. Yeah, that's what it. What an ant do? Yeah. So, yes. Like he's supposed to be in for a long-term project 
and and appreciates planning and tedium and order. Back and forth and back yeah. and forth and back and forth. Yeah. That ant's going to be just, just doing all your stuff. I like it. I yeah. like it. I'm good with that. Yeah. You're good with that? Okay. Yeah. Right. I, w- I was going to suggest something else, but I, I, I won't. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear no, it. I said, it's, uh, you might have, might Sounds have. unflattering and great. <laughs> you might have to cut this. I was just saying because of the termination of the animal, it's, it's a... I'm talking about the determination part. Oh, yeah, to to sit there and be and sit with you to get you through to the next thing. That 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 that's what I'm saying. The determination of. That. Oh, what is this animal? It's uh, Australian field mouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then you have right. to have a lot of talks with it to be like, is this what your life decisions? Yeah. You got to you know mouse? while we're sitting here working on this for 21 hours, let me bend you here a little bit. I was I was thinking totally about the, the determination of yeah. it, and I had to explain yeah. why it was determined. Yeah, this one's a complicated one. This is very yeah, complicated. Yeah, but ant is good for All me. All right, that's that's a little that's a little yeah. fraud. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and 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 you <laughs> and and this better be a weird one, or I'm going to be offended. Uh, <laughs> Um, or at least start, start with the quality. What do we What do we need? Quality. Uh, gosh. What kind of personality do you need? Like, I feel like you need a friend that you could like, like, like Battle Cat that you could like ride to get somewhere in a hurry. Because like he, you, you know, you need to like get somewhere faster. You're in traffic. Do I want like a sea creature, or do I want like a land creature? That's the question. <laughs> Uh, so I, like I, I last, I last, so, so last night I watched a, a documentary on penguins, uh-huh. and I, and I that's, that's the first thing that came to my head, of course. But you know, just because they look like kind of like like tiny dinosaurs, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if you've ever seen a penguin before. Yeah, I can kind of conjure that in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, um, and I like them a lot because they are they can they can literally take a lion's bite by curling up. Are you saying penguin? Penguins. Penguins. Oh, I thought you were just being fanciful and saying, have you ever seen a penguin? <laughs> no, no. Because I have seen a penguin. I was like, are you <laughs> with me? <laughs> no. no there's, there's actually an animal. Penguin. All right. Penguin. Have I been saying this wrong my entire <laughs> life or is Scott wrong? I don't know. Is Scott wrong right now or have I been wrong for 36 years? I don't know. I would just like them. They're they're not very like they're they're very industrious mm-hmm. and they're they'll forge for hours and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then if they get in trouble, they curl up in a ball and protect you know themselves. Oh, I know what so this it, is. So it's a, it's it look kind of looks like an armadillo, but it's looks more like dinosaurish. It's okay, weird. and this is good for you because. I just liked it because it was like <laughs> because it, the, the the scales and stuff like that. it looked really cool and like. Uh-huh. The, if your sidekick was a female, her name could be Pango Lin. Pango oh, Lin. that's good. That's cute. good, yeah. Okay, so you're going. You're thinking about what's going to do is be good for you, like artistically, just that, like what's a good, <laughs> well, like, what, like, what's, like, what's like cool a good accent. Me? So, so like, I if I was a superhero, I and then like I was in trouble, he could like jump on me and wrap around me. I see. Okay, so you're me. thinking very practically about yeah. what who would practically be helpful. And now, now if I was going like sea creature, I go with like dolphin or something. I just uh-huh. so I could ride him. You know, okay. or like, or kill a whale, orca. All orca right. would be good. I that like the great. way all your like personality and like emotional self. He's like, I got that covered. What I'm looking for <laughs> is something that <laughs> kind of practical. Yeah, I just kind of yeah, kind of works with me like a good outfit, and I can get some use out of like a tool. 
basically I'm looking for a tool. If just apply. <laughs> is that what a sidekick is? <laughs> it's an it's an accent to you're so already funny the way people's brains work. Like I build stuff. I'm looking for a tool. I got the uh, my I mean, brain's fine. If you feel about it the same way, your aunt, you know, if if you want to do monotonous tasks, he'll help you with those monotonous tasks. I think it's mostly though, like also he'll just understand where you're coming. That's from. mostly what I'm looking for. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm mostly right. looking for a personality you're like, type. I, you're like I need a friend. I don't, I'm not gonna ask him to do these tasks. I just want him to appreciate <laughs> okay. what I work I have done. I want him to be able to look at my work and say, I can tell Will you put you do it you done a yeah, lot. Yeah, I can work. tell from looking at this the kind of planning that went involved. As an aunt, I can tell what went into this spreadsheet. Okay, all right. So 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 it's like talking to like a master craftsman exactly in your in your field and you're like and he's like, Good job, Will. Yeah, and you're my like, field, oh my gosh, that's tedium, so great. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel good about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go! <laughs> Go, Rebecca! Do it! Get him! I believe this should do it. Shall I lead the way? Well, you are the royal archaeologist. Oh, are we just starting this episode? Have we started this episode yet? <laughs> this is the beginning of and the show is over. It was about cats. <laughs> that was a good talk. Cat and a spider. I hope, yeah, I hope that, hope that guy who was giving us a try and wanted, hope we've said our names is happy. Uh, so Prince Adam's here with his hype man, Malakva. You know that when you see archaeology, it's going to be a good episode. I agree. That's the first thing I wrote down, actually. Yeah. I like well, that. Then you copied off me because I wrote that. Because it means it's um, steeped in... Some sort of uh, history and it's going to have some depth to it. So, yeah. so what's the archaeology we're looking at here? We're looking at the Temple of the Cat. Yes. Because apparently we have just stumbled upon this, and it, legend had it there was an ancient race of cat people, and we've not seen them in a long time. And uh, here is their mysterious temple that we have found. Well, it looks like a cat. The Temple of the Cat, to be precise. He meant, while He-Man and Malakthor are talking about this, we see a robed looky-loo in the bushes <laughs> watching them. So we know there's something ominous and mysterious happening there. Uh, and they decide to go in, and Malakthor immediately falls into a pit, and the walls start closing in did, on him. Did you, see, did you see in the pit there's just, there's like a spider emblem on the, on the wall? No. That was weird. That was just, like, I was like, I was like why, is there a spy, why isn't there a cat? And I don't think they re, they've re, I don't think this is a reused animation to explain it No. Either. I'm not sure why that was there. Yeah, I, I, it was just, I was, it was just the, one of the weird things. I'm like, okay, that's, it was that just foreshadowing maybe? A little bit, know. just on, oh, just on yeah. the artist part. Yes, because Spydor like, was such a big deal in this. Webster. 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 Yeah, I bet you're right. I bet that's what was going yeah. on. In, um, oh, that's a good catch. Um, yeah, I was going to ask why everyone is always booby-trapping their old temples, but it makes sense. Well, I was just thinking like, well, one thing we know about the cat folk is they're... <laughs> like right when you walk in, you're going to fall in. It's well, true. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much, I, whatever, Egyptians... They they booby trapped everything, like especially the tombs True. and stuff like that, because they tomb raiders and stuff. They didn't want people to come in there, mm -hmm. and they had some really good booby traps that would yeah. murder you pretty bad. One day they'll make movies of this. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so this week I was actually thinking that you know you think like well you have to booby trap everything, but then I think the answer is you're gonna have to eventually. Um, in the news this week, there's been the big uh, super bloom of poppies in California. I don't know if you've read about this, but like Instagrammers are ruining all the beautiful poppies by coming in and wanting to take their pictures in it. And I read this hilarious interview with uh, 
curmudgeonly man who runs an Instagram account called something like curmudgeonly man. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's, it's 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 like something like the national parks hate you. It's it's called something mm-hmm. like that, and it you know basically highlighting how people come in and ruin all of our nice, beautiful things that we have because they are they think the world is for them uh-huh. and it was a very hilarious interview he was wonderfully curmudgeonly and was really funny and he said something that i thought was very funny which is that he couldn't stand when he saw the pictures of people ruining all the poppies on instagram they all thought of the same caption which was i love it when they call me big poppy uh, like they call me big poppy and he's mm. like if i see that again one more time i'm gonna scream and i like to think that that guy you know, had he been in charge of a good temple back in the day, he would have he would have rigged the crap out of it. <laughs> it was just a funny thing. That's this who week. does it. That's yeah. who does yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's why you do it. You like you start out like, look, I got this nice temple, but then once somebody comes inside, it's like he man, he's gonna start wrecking all the walls, and you're like, well, now I don't have a nice temple anymore. Thanks a lot, <laughs> everyone. That's why Prince Adam has to immediately turn into he man so he can hop down in that pit and uh, break the walls and save Malakva. And so he, te- he man grabs up Malakta, takes him outside, sets him up in the tent. And when Malakta, Malakta comes to, uh, he wakes up the he man in his face, which would have been very funny if he's like, oh, oh Prince Adam's like, ah, uh, no, uh, clearly he man. Yeah. And he's taking advantage of the fact that Malakta like, probably um, has a head injury. Different shirt, man. Because he didn't even say, all he sees is the face and the, yeah. and the haircut. Yeah, right, right in his face too. <laughs> very close to me. But the temple, I, I, I must find out what's inside. Oh, oh. You're in no shape to go exploring right now. And yeah, He-Man does a hundred million dollars of damage just when he gets another, <laughs> <laughs> Golden statue. Punch. Oh yeah, so Malakta uh, says, you know, it was like, oh, I need to explore. And he, so He-Man volunteers to go explore for him. <laughs> so I'm sure he knows all exploring, the protocols. Exploring, punching, walls, <laughs> da, 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 going through here. So much lost history. <laughs> I didn't find anything. <laughs> I'll punch the things with symbols on them. Well, someone sure doesn't know how to treat guests around here. So he uh, jumps through the floor at some point when he's busting everything up. I mean, really, it's just a montage of him busting things. Yeah. And he goes through a floor, and he's in this chamber where he sees this statue of this dog, cat. I was going to say like a hyena-looking creature. Yeah, I wrote links with long ears. Okay. Yeah, it's like a chimera, I I want to say. That's how I picture like that looking and they sort of and it's and uh it's it's made of stone but then it animates and it's sort of like a cerberus type thing even though it clearly has to be some sort of cat i guess you're right it's it's like one of those weirdo like lynx chimera looking things yeah it reminds me of uh well back to egypt but um <laughs> the Ra. it has like the, uh-huh. he has like the long ears yeah, and a yeah, long yeah. snout and uh-huh. all that stuff i don't like the looks of this And He-Man wrestles with this thing and is breathing fire at him and everything. And he gets turned back into stone in some weird way. You know, you look away for two seconds to right side. It looked like He-Man like threw it into a mirror in the room or something. They just needed Breaking it. It was, it was a booby trap. Okay. A, another booby trap that was that would turn, I guess it turned it back into stone. Yeah. So they just needed to turn it back into stone and it did. So He-Man just bundles it up under his arm and takes it home like a pet. 
No, yes. no, he, no, that one's busted. He takes another one. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. okay. I totally got confused. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he grabs another one because that okay. one that one's on the like, floor. Put it on my rough. bill. Yeah. And also, He-Man says, by the ancients, which he learned from no. Duncan. Oh, that was funny. As cool yeah. archaeology slang. Yeah. By the ancients. That magical trap turned the monster back into a statue. Can we talk for a second mm. how in the 80s, we were led to believe that archaeology was a much more common and in easier field to get into, I think, than it is. Like, I feel like, like it's a major you could have. Yeah, you're just like, I'm going to be an archaeologist because there's tons of just ancient temples just all over the place, and I'm going to discover them and dig with my tools. And I'm like, I really don't think you are. Like, we, this is one of those things in the 80s that we thought we were going to get, and we did not. I remember, get. Like, remember the Dennis the Menace movie? That was the story. <laughs> Number one, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> the live action one? Yeah. He, he was odd. Uh, oh. He was an archaeologist? He was. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Dennis was uh, that's what they call him right Dennis yeah. <laughs> I don't know I, I mean they, yeah, they that's weird to say it out loud yeah they just didn't say the menace yeah, his family's last name was menace um, he was uh, <laughs> digging in Mr. Wilson's yard and found the dinosaur bones and then they oh, have some and then I they have some investors or whatever who obviously are going to come in and want the claim and yeah. there was like a fight on a train too I think it was really weird that sounds terrible that sounds like a terrible movie. I think it was probably in the 90s, but... I don't no, remember that. It might have been late 80s. Okay. But yeah, it was somewhere in that 88 to 92. Oh my lord, did the did the Dennis the Menace artwork at Dairy Queen used to just bum you out? It really bummed me out. Bum you out? Why? Just because it was so bad? So like, generic and old and... I was just thinking that just any live action thing of an older cartoon property just in the 80s and 90s that used to bum me out too like I did yeah. not I, first of all I don't know if I even knew that there was a live action Dennis the Menace mm -hmm. movie that's depressing there was but I put it up alongside like the live action Pippi Longstocking movie oh yeah that was also a thing there yeah. I just remember that bumming me out that should have enthralled me but I Are remember you talking about Punky Brewster yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there was a, actually a Pippi Longstocking movie that my mom rented for me when I was like throw up sick home from school one time. And in the movie, a big part of it was that Pippi got them this gigantic chocolate cake and they were smeared all over their faces. And I remember I just like could not stop throwing up because of Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> so whenever I think about Pippi Longstocking, I think about her stupid chocolate chocolate mouth. And I, and I just want to throw up. I was like, Pippi, quit eating that. Sorry, you're talking about bad movies in the 80s. Did you ever see the Ewoks movie? No, I've heard about it. Okay, I have not seen right, it. Right. Yeah, I stayed over my my grandmother's house that I never stay over. And uh, we rented that because it was safe. Uh -huh. <laughs> I remember that. And well, I remember it being not very good. And your and grandma you, was like, "How delightful!" Yeah, and, and something you, like that. And you threw up. And then we, I know. And then we went to the park the next day, and I, and I got attacked by a goose. <laughs> that it was happens. a fun trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad we were able to excavate some old memories. Sling. <laughs> um, yeah, where are we at? Uh, one of the the looky Lou uh, sees that He Man's bundled up the statue, and he says he must tell King Paul. And so we cut to the royal court of the cat folk, I guess. King Pa! King Pa! My king! The Grimalkin statue! It's been taken! And there's this old advisor in a robe, who was the looky-loo, telling the beer-belly Lion King 
what he saw. And he's sort of a lionish king, right? Yeah, I mean, he looks yeah. like okay. he swings a mighty axe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's saying that uh, you know uh, this dude came in and, and stole the the statue, and the uh, king King Paul starts barking at the his one of his guards. Guard, ah, tell Katrina to come to my chamber at once. I must know more. So uh, th they decide they need to get back, and the king does he talk about needing Katrina's help and is that yes. why okay like, yeah like, he, like, he, I, I think he her. sends for her yeah okay and she yeah. leaps through the window yeah and he a, says why why are you leaping through why don't you just come through the door and then she's like that's boring and she's like because I'm a cool dude and that's how we do <laughs> things uh and and so he uh sends her to go get the statue back the Grimalkin statue's been taken from the temple wow and you must get it back the Grimalkin and immediately, although, you know, she is styled like a lady and her outfit is just like Tila's, but with a slightly different color, essentially. Oh, okay. She's not acting like, she's not being like too hubba hubba just yet. She's just being like a cool cat dude, cat lady. Yeah. So she's, she's like an, she's like an anthropomorphic cat lady, but she's a little glamorous. Like she's, she looks a little more on the human side of the spectrum, yes. right? Than the magic cats for, for, for yes. example. Yeah. Th these are much more human type. Cats. Okay. So this is why it's going to be super weird later. Yes. Okay. Cause so right now she's a little more human yeah, she's and like they, a lady. and they draw her a little foxy or like, yeah. and so it's, it's, it's kind of funny. All right. So now we're going to check back in with our returning of friends, right? And uh, Cringer is afraid of the statue, which is kind of sad. And he says he wants to take a vacation far away from it. Like, let's go far away from it. And I was like, aw. And then also, I just understand that feeling of like, here's something terrible. Let's just go take a vacation. Black is says that he's kind of right to be scared because it's full of evil power. <laughs> not not helping anything there, Malekba. And Skeletor, who's constantly watching them, is spying on them on his view screen. And uh, he hears this and he says, Well, if it's full of evil, I should have it. That statue does have some evil power. It should belong to me. <laughs> yes, and so he summons Webstore. And he says, well, he comes down and says, hey, bone breath. I'm right, I'm right here, here bony. Yeah, there you go. I'm right here, yes. <laughs> All right. Now, we've we've had Webstore appear a couple of times, you know, as we have done this series. Was this supposed to be his intro, maybe? I don't know. Or it, it at least, like, was, was a was pretty significant role for him like mm -hmm. they clearly wanted to have uh, one of the fun toys in the episode so that's why they they picked him for and, and his the adventure and his voice just does not match him for me like it's what, a, it's, it's i think it's literally prince adam with his nose he's holding his nose <laughs> <laughs> if you listen, listen to it again it's prince adam holding his nose just what i've been looking for what is baffling to me about web store is that Okay, the episode's called The Cat and the Spider. Skeletor makes a lot of spider references. He has a web, but I took it took me a while to put together that he was really supposed to be a spider. Like, I just thought he was if a If he dude. had a toy, you would know. Well, like, he has a web, but I just thought he was like some trashy dude with a bungee cord. Like, a, <laughs> like it's like a goth, like, call me spider. He's like, just like he, a cat burglar or he, something. Like, I just thought he was just he like... He came with a grappling hook. He's the best, one of the best characters ever. How That's many spiders have grappling hooks? 
None well, of I them. I mean, they can't, like, he can't, like, have, like, spider juice coming out of his hands or anything. <laughs> so he's not really a spider. He's just a dude. He's just gross. He's just, a, he's just like a mall goth. And he's been hanging out at Hot Topic, and he has, like, you know, I don't know, spider jewelry and accessories. He needs, he needs some, uh, like, mandible clicky mouth or, like, a bunch of eyeballs or something to help him out. Yeah. A bunch of eyeballs would have been good. That would have yeah. been great. All of Skeletor's insults revolve around him being an insect, and I'm like, I just think he's a guy. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think he was a bug. The last couple of episodes we've been reviewing, it's it's weird. Like he, uh, Skeletor's all right with them making fun of him, but then he like goes back at them. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, just he's, weird. Like yeah, he's 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 letting them have a lot of leeway. Yeah, yeah. Like like the one where they're like trying to like um, practicing capturing hot, Skeletor. Yeah, capture, yeah, and he's like, whatever, let's keep going. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, it was just weird. Pick your battles. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. Pay attention. <laughs> And they cut over to Katrina breaking into the palace to get this stone statue. And she remarks when she goes in, something that we always say was that there are no guards. <laughs> but but then, then we see that there's some sort of uh, silent alarm that goes off in Tila's room. And Tila was busy reading a book, which I thought was kind of cute. I enjoyed that. Uh, and so uh, Tila comes out and does a little battle with Katrina. Yeah, they do a little tussle. And it's pretty fun because uh, they were evenly matched. I like seeing that, you know, Tila, who does not have cat powers, is still as agile. That's that's kind of fun. And uh, But then, uh, why do I keep wanting to say Spidor? Spidor is the vehicle, right? <laughs> uh, Webster uh, busts Spider. in uh, and, and tries to get the statue. And so here come all the guards also running through the palace. And Prince Adam wakes up in his little t-shirt and leans outside saying, what's going on? <laughs> and then one of the guards, like, bothers to tell him and like, when they're going by. Go back to bed, Adam. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so Adam wakes up Cringer. Yes, and they have to change into He-Man and Battle Game. Cringer, wake up. Is it morning already? He gently wakes him up, which is kind of weird. Yeah, why does he do? Why does he just like just change into He Man? Yeah, then, he knows he gonna get cooperated. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, he does sort of pet him awake, which was kind of cute. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty pretty funny. And just, like, it's too early. I don't want to change into Battle Cat. He could have just zapped him while he was sleeping. Yeah, exactly. And then he just wakes up like Battle Cat. That would have been like okay. I am I dreaming? I feel like I've been spending a lot of time looking at the internet on my phone this week but this week there's been like a um, little video clip circulating of two friends on one of those like super g-force roller coasters and one friend is having a great time and then the other friend is terrified and she keeps passing out for a oh, second God. oh yeah and then when I've, she comes to yeah. she's like terrified and starts oh, screaming no. it's like when yeah, you lose and she like it, it is just it's disturbing to watch it's like you know it's kind of funny because she like you know she's screaming like a cartoon character and like she was fine you know in, in the end but like if you're passed out and then you come to and you kind of don't really know what's going on it's terrifying it's like pure adrenaline like straight oh to your heart oh my lord that's what would happen to battle cat if yeah. he was just like <laughs> he's just like he's asleep and then the next moment by the power of gray skull he'd be like that poor girl oh on the roller lord. coaster <laughs> he couldn't handle it it would be so sad so anyway i was very upset for her but I, that would be too upsetting for our poor poor little cringer <laughs> So Webster gets the stone thing and uses his grappling hooks to get out of there. Uh, and uh, He-Man, who's He-Man now, uh, 
decides to go after him and he whistles for a talon fighter which was pretty cool and then one of the so one of the little uh talon fighter airplanes uh rolls out and flies over to pick him up when they're having their little debriefing here after he after web store gets away uh we see that katrina is into battle cat in a sexy way and she keeps calling him big boy what yeah which is weird hello big boy um, who are you it's a little weird are it's you a little a, weird are you she's... a lady or are you a cat but yeah she's more like a lady than a cat i mean if it was like yeah, no. Well, like I was saying, she, she's, if she walks have, on all fours, I think it'd be okay. That would make it. it that I would think make it a little weird. That's what I was she saying. More human. They set her up to be very human, and and then for us to see, okay, so she's more cat now. And the whole time, Battle Cat is just acting like this is just crazy and just not on his radar. Like he never acknowledges this at all, which is he he knows it's weird. He's like, I don't think so. He <laughs> <laughs> man. I've got to find him! And then also Katrina describes everything as perfect. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking how language shapes how you experience the world. If that's the only word you know, then everything would be perfect. <laughs> what a charmed life she lives. Perfect. Well, she was really upset the statue was gone, and she tells us the stakes of it. She says something about how now they're going to bring forth the Grimalkin, which we know is going to be that demon. Oh, yes, yes. There is a demon inside the statue. It is called the Grimalkin. So that's bad that Skeletor has it. Yes, that's bad. So now, <laughs> so now they're all going to go see the king say, we done bad. We did real bad, king. We messed up. <laughs> uh, and uh, Katrina's giving it to Randor and calls him a thief, calls the king a thief to his face. Well, he calls her a thief. He's like, you got that thief. He's like, she's not, I'm just getting my thing back. Yeah, Y'all she, stole she from says, me. Yeah, she said something like, I don't recall you asking us if you could have the statue, which was pretty funny. Yeah, Randor's pretty rude. Your Majesty, this is getting us nowhere. The statue's gone, and if what this woman says is true, we may all be in great danger. So I don't even think anything comes of that except that... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they got to head on over to Snake Mountain to, to get the Grimalkin statue back. Well, yeah, and I was I was going to say they know to go there because uh, Tila and Katrina are uh, impatiently waiting for news from He-Man, uh, and um, you get to see Tila and Katrina have a little bit of dialogue where she, you know, tells her to calm down and everything, and, you know, this is something we think about all the time now, but it was kind of interesting to see Tila be able to talk to another woman who doesn't have all kinds of crazy problems. Like <laughs> It's really because she needs a friend. She didn't, Tila never talks to another normal woman. Uh, I know this is a cat woman, but, like, a woman that isn't, like, on uh, wizard drugs or belongs to the man-hater city or anything. She never <laughs> talks to anybody normal. I forgot about the man-hater city and Evil Lynn that one time. Yeah, that was, was good. Which was good. But again, yeah. she can't be friends with Evil Lynn. She needs more friends. <laughs> He-Man pops up on that view screen and says that uh, he's tracking a web store to Snake Mountain. I must figure out what this statue's power is. The alarm! <laughs> Keep your eyes open, cat. He-Man shows up at Snake Mountain, and Skeletor tricks him with an illusion and, and traps him. And traps Battle Cat first, and then, yeah, and then he traps He-Man. But I don't understand that at all, because, like, he, he, like, 
He-Man tackles Skeletor, and then Webster just takes him off of him. It's like so easy. Yeah, like, he, yeah. He's you're like from the this ceiling. guy punches through like ten feet of concrete, and you're just like picking him up, and then Skeletor's. Well, I don't know, he, st- he stuns him somehow. I forget what the, the he's spell just, was Yeah, called. but Webster holds him, and then Webster uh, holds Skeletor him. blasts him. Yeah, and then he passes mm-hmm. out. My stun beam will take care of you. Wow, we did it. We beat He-Man. Uh, and then, like we were saying, uh, Taylor and Katrina start showing up in their Wind Raider, and uh, Webster opens a control panel and shoots them down with a laser. This control panel, did you notice, had a lot of nice embellishments on it it wasn't just the big blue but three button yeah three what button what the, the 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 old old three button it, uh <laughs> this one had like these nice little uh claws that came down between the buttons uh, i don't remember that it was kind of like weird i should remember that it's kind of like the alien wear of huh. <laughs> a computer for them like maybe, nice maybe it was like a special console yeah like that that it was just a nice deal it was a nice detail yeah so they shoot the Wind Raider. Tila gets stunned, and uh, Katrina can't drive the ship, so she jumps Tila out of the ship with her, and they have a safe landing. But Tila's stunned, so Katrina has to go alone. But then she sees Battle Cat and starts getting into all the Hello Big Boy stuff again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here to help out He Man. You are on his side, I hope. It's a whole thing, and I, w- I was thinking this, like, I was just starting to like her, and then she starts doing all this stuff, like, big time. I'm like, what is going on? I mean, like, it would have been acceptable to have it be a gag, like, at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, why do we do that? It's like, you know what would be it funny? It us think about it a lot. I know! Like, like, like it's not like a, like a funny passing thing. It's, like, on her mind. It's like, what's some things about her? It's like, well, she's... She's looking for love all the time. That's mm-hmm. not a thing that we need to have in a in a children's cartoon. It's like, wouldn't it be funny, kids? It's like, no, it wouldn't be. They're too young. And then Battle Cat keeps ignoring it, and he literally, after she says that one time, he literally says something like, oh, let's get He-Man! <laughs> uh, He-Man! Uh, the, the, the question is, is, would she like him if he was Cringer? See, I posed that same question <laughs> at the end of my notes. I said, she w- I don't think she would like Cringer. She yeah. wouldn't like him. Like, he, like what what happens when he changes back? She's like, uh, can you can you zap him again? Well, she's the kind of lady who would like He Man and not Prince Adam. Well, exactly. If you can't handle me and my cringer, you don't deserve me and my battle cat. <laughs> this is true. And print, you know what? And let me just speak up for Prince Adam again. That dude is really funny. Like he's pretty smart. He's I I like him a lot. He's he knows he knows himself. He's he's got some zingers. Yeah. He got some zingers. He Look knows, it, and I like Cringer too. Yeah. Cringer is my fave. They're comfortable with they're they're very confident about who they are. It's very funny. It's true. I don't think Katrina would like Cringer though. Mm-hmm. I don't think she would. Alright, so now we get up now we get a big fight. Uh, and I keep saying Spidor all over my notes, so I keep getting myself confused. <laughs> but they're fighting with Webster, and Scott must have been happy because there were grappling hooks everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I can't even keep up with everything that was going on, but in in grabbing the hook, grabbing hook, grabbing hook. Yep. Okay. And in the in the melee, Skeletor is working on releasing this Grimalkin demon, and he does. And this okay. demon is something else. He big. First it's a of all. it's a gigantic cat. It's like a, it's the it's like a cat. The cat devil is basically. Yes. It has horns. I like that they made sure the cat had horns. And he also has eyeliner, which I liked. He's kind of like the cat Fecklor. 
Um, he's also jacked. Yes. Super jacked. Well, you have to. If you are a giant demon with horns, you also have to be jacked. Yeah, that's true. You know the look. Yeah, you yeah. Know, clearly. That thing's going to bring the whole ceiling down. And uh, so now they're faced with the task of getting him back into the statue, and Katrina helpfully knows that the only thing that can get them back into the statue once released is, quote, unquote, the power of the storm. And then He-Man says, that gives me an idea, something about a storm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this is where He-Man gives everyone a little science lesson, and he looks incredibly smug, like he's standing at, like, the science fair in front of his cardboard. I I feel like they're like, there's not enough science in this show, and we're going to take it off the air. You need to tell a science fact. You remember or when, you're going to go off the Remember end. when Duncan was talking about the white holes? It was, it was like that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think so. This is one of those instances where we're talking about like where He-Man got the pre-reads. Like, don't act like you knew this all along, He-Man. You read this right before you got there. <laughs> and then they punch it, and it goes into salt. And then the salt goes into the air, and this, this makes rain. And so sure. He says... When, when salt, salt particles enter moisture-laden clouds, rain is produced. <laughs> which is definitely something He-Man says. Yes. Could you imagine if they had a He-Man doll and you pull his string? <laughs> he would say that. How sad kids would be when he starts saying moisture-laden clouds. Yeah. <laughs> that was some real science talk. My favorite part, it's like, I think you were taking notes, Wills. I don't think you, I don't think you caught it, but... He looked so smug. He had the most ridiculous look on his face when they showed the clouds start raining. Like, <laughs> it worked. And he looks up, like, just, just as I said. Very <laughs> pleased with himself. Like, I knew all that science. He man, that thing's coming after us. The rain isn't enough. Then I'll just have to use another power of the storm. So, uh, He man harnesses the power of the storm by pulling lightning into himself by holding his gigantic metal sword into the air and actually gets struck by lightning and then points his sword at the Grimalkin, and uh, that's that eventually turns it back into stone. But it does. But I did like to see that it did injure He-Man a little bit, and Tila's like, are you okay? And he's like, wouldn't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yes. So th- that, I guess, presumably is returned back to the temple, re-booby-trapped, etc. <laughs> and now the cat people will be friends. Uh, Tila offers to give Katrina a lift at the end. I like they were having a little bit of little bit of a conversation. I really feel like they could. She, you know, she needed somebody else to talk to. It was really uh, nice to see her have something to do and have see like normal relationships. Was, I think it's something that's missing from the filmation show. It is true. Although in the future we can only assume that Katrina is just going to be talking about battle cat. Yeah. Tila's going to be like, oh, so, yeah, okay. Grew apart. Grew apart after that one thing. <laughs> you can date He-Man and I'll date battle cat. We could double date. Tila's she, like, pass. Yeah, and as she's leaving, she, she even mentions again, she hopes to uh, see battle cat in the future. And then Adam, like, makes a joke to Cringer about it or whatever. He's like, you hear that? She wants to see battle cat. And... So Adam pretty much gave away their secret identity. It's like right there. It's like, <laughs> he he wants to see Battle Cat. It's like, yeah, Cringer heard it, Adam. He heard. <laughs> this completely different cat. Oh, and then he turns like, he like blushes too, doesn't he? <laughs> I don't know. I think so. And Malak is like, I figured it out this morning. Like he woke <laughs> up in my face. Like I'm not supposed to tell the difference. Yeah, so we get to the moral and it's Katrina starting and then she gets an assist from Adam to tell the kids not to judge a book by its cover because... You know, people might look different from you, but don't judge a book by its cover. Is this about her being a cat or her being presumed a thief? I don't Both, know. I think. <laughs> okay. Both, yeah. Cat thief. Good lesson. Uh, 
yeah, sure, a good lesson. I love how, like, she was like, this is my one episode. I get to do the lesson. I'm really excited. And then here comes Prince Adam. He's like, and also. Like, <laughs> He's like, she's like, this wasn't yours. <laughs> this is my show. The script says Katrina. <laughs> but also. I wander around in the backgrounds. <laughs> People should be judged for themselves. Right, Katrina? <laughs> right you are, Adam. Right you are. So long. Uh, so, uh. Is this is this episode uh, in the litter box or is it perfect? <laughs> I'm gonna go perfect, Rebecca. Okay. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And when you think about like how it's kind of crazy to think about how much they accomplished this episode. Like, remember we started out with Prince Adam and Malakta in front of a temple and got all the way to them shooting a cat demon with lightning at Snake Mountain. I mean, they really covered a lot of ground, and they got a new character in there. Um, I, I really enjoyed. Uh, Tila's normal interactions with uh, Katrina and just all the extra detail in like the court of the uh, cat folk. Like we just got that passing look at King Paul who has an incredible name and I guess we don't ever see him again. I mean, there's just, there's just <laughs> a lot going on there. So I, I liked it quite a bit. I'm going to go 4.6 skulking cat advisors. That is a very high score. Which is a correct score. Hmm. I enjoyed it, but again, it, it really messes it up for me when they mess up a rare female character. Uh-huh. And to make she her, was going good, too. I know. It's like, got to make her hot for somebody, because that's interesting. Like, it's really not. So, I would say 4.0. The rest of your points stand with me mm-hmm. as well, but, like, that just really... <laughs> I would say a 4.4, 4.5. I'd say 4.4. Okay. I, I, I still enjoyed it. I, I, I did the cat people, the the Grimalkin, the archaeology. It was it was all pretty good. It was pretty well well done. Orca wasn't in it that much. He really wasn't. He had a lot to do. He's a knight of the realm. That's true. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that he would have a joke in there somewhere. I guess I guess I guess the silliness was uh, Cringer's Cringer's job this time when he's blushing and all that stuff. Yeah, he he was our wacky guy this time. Yeah. Gee, cringe. Looks as if Battle Cat's got himself an admirer. <laughs> That's our show for today. And next time we'll review episode 63 of She-Ra, Flowers for Hordak, in which Hordak sends himself a valentine but everyone has to pretend like he didn't. If you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have any questions, comments, or any uh, booby-trapping tips for us to to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to the show on iTunes, or look us up on Spotify. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember, if you ever make a cat friend, scoop your own poop at their house. That's the polite thing to do. It is very polite to do.
You see, when salt particles are put into moisture-laden clouds, rain is produced. That's yeah, that's, cool. that's that's what I was saying. Like, is 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 that like an automatic thing? You're always your dad's but, sidekick. But but Robin, <laughs> but Batman's kind of Robin's dad. Is he? He's his ward. Yeah, I guess it's his ward. Yeah, but he's not like his dad. Dad. And also the other, yeah, I guess also the I guess, books, I guess yeah the I other guess. Robin Damien is his da- actual dad. I mean, he's actually da- Damien. Robin's after dad. after he went to go Nightwing, he well, after the original well, went Dick to go Grayson. Yeah, he went to go. He go, went to go Nightwing, yeah. and then the second one is actually his kid. <sighs> Scott, do we want to get into the Robins? <laughs> I can give you all the Robins. <laughs> Dick Grayson went off to be Nightwing. Yeah. Jason Todd came on. He was stealing hubcaps off the Batmobile. Whatever. He got killed. And okay. Then, and then they brought over Tim Drake, who was a good kid, but he's just some other kid. Okay. But then also the fourth one, it says actual child with okay. Talia Al Ghul, and um, he's kind of bad and spoiled, and um, he is his actual son. And he made him a Robin for a little while, but some people don't like him. Okay. So anyway, the answer to that question is yes. Thank you. That was a quick synopsis. That's yes. good.